I'm here to talk about stewardship. I, I think Sarah actually asked me to talk about stewardship of finances, stewardship of money, um, and I will, uh, but this whole talk is going to be much more about stewardship of all of the Lord's graces, all of his gifts poured out into, into our lives. And so I'm definitely going to talk about money because I'm literally a pro at that. Uh, but any pop quiz, not pop quiz, but any, anybody a business major? Or, you know, really, little man? Oh, you dirty dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Any like math majors? Economics? No. Science? Okay, whatever. So, so then, then talking about numbers will be completely new for all of you. It'll be great. Um, so in terms of... I just want to talk through... Uh, I'm going to go over Karen. Great. Uh, so the parable of the talents, right? If you're familiar with it, awesome. I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version. Everything is here. I'm not reading the whole thing. This this half is parable of talents. This is uh, don't look ahead. Uh, but so but anyway, the parable of the talents. This is the long and short of it is uh, that. Uh, Sorry, Zachary just walked in. Hi! Hi! <laughs> yeah, parable of the talents. Right, so master, he goes, oh, this, this is Jesus telling a parable, he's telling a story, right? So he says, the kingdom of heaven is like as if a master was going off on a trip and he gave three of his servants these talents, different portions of his finances, right? Uh, so to one servant, he gives five talents. To the second servant, he gives two talents. To the third servant, he gives one talent. Right? Uh, talents. Some people say like, "Oh, talents like a little coin or whatever." Actually, a talent is more of like a ingot of like gold, like a like a bar, like you, like you see like you know, when they rob banks and stuff. You know, they, they go rob the gold bars from the bank. That's what a talent really is, right? And so when you're when you're reading this and seeing homeboy's getting five talents, like, that guy's, well, I'm probably buff, right? But that's a lot of, like, golden weights that he's being bestowed on, right? And so, anyway, homeboy number one, right, for the five, he goes and, like, trades it and yada, 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 puts it to good use and comes back when the, when the master comes back and he's like, hey, turn those five into ten. What up? And two is like, hey, turn those two into four. And one's like, hey, bro, uh, this might be word on the street version. But uh, no, so, so he says, he says uh, right, like, I was so scared to lose that talent that you bestowed on me. So I buried it in the ground and did that bad. Right? So I didn't want to lose it, right? And so, hey, but don't worry. I mean, you came back. Here's that talent back that you gave me. You bestowed on me. And uh, so anyway, I underlined some of this stuff. One of the, one of the things that like, just like really stuck out to me is the homeboy one and two, right? He's like, wow, you like doubled that bad boy. Well done, you know? Uh, like, since you were so great at taking care of the little talent, the little amount
stuff that I gave to you, I'm going to give you a lot. I'm going to give you a lot of responsibility. I'm giving you a bigger share in my finances, a bigger share in my ownership, right? Uh, and then homeboy three, okay, married it. He literally says, you wicked, lazy servant, right? So obviously different from, well done, good and faithful servant, right? Uh, he says, you wicked, lazy servant. What another translation is, you wicked, slothful servant. Uh, Take it as you will. Whichever one's the most harsh to you, take that one. Um, but so I want to I want to pause there and return there later. Uh, but in terms of money and finances, right? Going back to a talent, a portion of the master's finances, and ownership, right? This is what we are given, right? Again, I want to go back. A stewardship not just of money but of all of the Lord's graces and gifts in our life. Um, whenever we look at uh, money, some people think, oh, money is the root of all evil, right? Uh, money is money's from the devil, you know. Uh, I tell all my clients that. It's great. No, uh, but, and then I help them get more. No, but uh, so looking at money, right? Money is only—it's it, not nothing. Nothing's like going to be evil in itself. It's your intention, how you use it, right? Uh, whenever we're looking at the parable of the talents, tracking along here, we're looking at gratitude versus pride, right? Whenever we're this this. Uh, person in, in the story, here, in the parable, when he buries that one talent, what he's doing is saying, I'm not going to share that. I'm going to claim that as my own, right? And I'm going to hide it, right? I'm not going to give and share that. That's what those, the five and the two, did to trade, right? They, they shared that and it multiplied. Um, whenever we're looking at the parable of the talent and receiving God's gifts, we should be receiving them with a spirit of gratitude and thanksgiving, as opposed to, hey, I'm so great at yada yada yada, right? I have this money, so I'm gonna go blow it on, you know, video games and skateboards. Nothing against that, I don't know. It's just a thing, right? Rock on with your best self. Uh, but it's it's being grateful and recognizing first that that is a gift, and and being thankful to. Practically, I want to talk into some great. I'm doing well on time. Do you want me to take this over there? I'm going to take the whole thing. I'm strong. All right. Whenever we uh, look at tithing, right, uh, you'll often hear you know, tithing is giving of your time, talent, your treasure, right? Uh, time. I guess that's kind of self-explanatory. Talents in service could be also in time, right? And then treasure in finances, but not just finances, also if somebody is like willing to let you borrow their car, you know? Uh, grateful for that this week. Um, but like being being sharing of your time, telling your treasure. I think we can all understand that. Um, what I would like to encourage you to 
is that in time, talent, and treasure, we can think, hey, I'm, what I'm gonna say, I'm just a college kid, right? I'm just a missionary, I'm just, you know, whatever your, your situation is, right? And so you can think of, I'm just a college student. Why do I need to be giving of my time, talent, or treasure, right? I would challenge you to actually think, how, instead of why, how can I give of my time, talent, and treasure? Not why would I give of any of them, but how can I actually give in some way in all three? Uh, because it's all about building the habit of giving, building the habit of being grateful for the gift and utilizing and giving those and, and sharing in that gift, right? Just like the talent, recognizing that this is a gift given to you, but actually sharing that so it may multiply. Um, <coughs> in terms of going back to the budget and money and, and uh, post-tithing, right, of, of your treasure, uh, the way that I probably should have thrown the scripture in here. And actually, there's some stuff in the Catechism, which is a, a goldmine in there. But there's some, some stuff, a lot of stuff in the Catechism on tithing. Uh, but tithing historically, I put percentages in there? No. Uh, tithing historically is 10%, right? And I put that first for a reason. Uh, some people would do 10% of what I actually and I, I see this all the time, right? So I'm talking to people about their budgets all the time, but a lot of people do 10% of the actual pay that hits your bank account, 10% of that, but really should be 10% of your gross, 10% of your salary, pre-tax, pre, uh, sorry, getting in the nitty gritty. But anyway, anyway I'll, I'll just go through the, so tithing is first for a reason because that's given off the top, right? Giving the Lord your first fruits. So 10%, number one. Uh, so what's crazy is that, so taking a little, little detour right here. Um, so the, the top 10% of the wealthiest people in America are actually the, the people with the mindset of, I'm gonna save first and spend what's left of my, of my money and money. As opposed to, I'm gonna spend first, you know, on, on expenses and, and take, things that bring me life and joy. I'm gonna spend first and then save if something's left, right? So, second here is savings goals. This all your total savings goals, uh, actual investment, building up, you know, emergency fund, debt management, all your total savings goals, 20% there, right? So, if you're good at mental math, that's 30% taken account for. Still remaining with 70, so. How much is in the, in the tithing, number one? Ten. Ten. Boom, off the top, no, not in front of, or, you know, pre, pre-tax and whatnot. How much is in that, them savings goals? Twenty. Oh, dang. How much is in them living expenses? Thirty. No. If, if, nah, if the, if the trend would keep, no. And then we, then we got, then, what did that leave you? 40% for fun? <laughs> Turn up for what? Uh, no, so in general, uh, your living expenses, things that like take rent, utilities, gasoline, groceries, things that 
you need to live living expenses, what it takes to keep the lights on and survive. You know, that, that in general is going to be anywhere between, it should, the ideal, is anywhere between 50 to 60 percent. Yeah? And then if you're good at math, any idea, any, any, anybody doing uh, what's left? Huh? Huh? 80% is left. 80% fun. fun. No. So, so what's left is 10 to 20%. Right? And so if you can take, I don't know, I, I, no more pub quizzes. Until later. Um, keep your eyes peeled. No, but, um, so, so the common pitfall in a monthly cash flow is flipping two and four there. Flipping the fun expenses and the savings goals. Right? Like I said, the common pitfall is spending first, saving if something's left, as opposed to, hey, I'm gonna commit to saving 20% and spend you know, whatever's left. Can I get a brave volunteer Haram. Yeah. Haram. Haram. Are you familiar with a financial calculator? Yes. <laughs> no, this is a financial calculator. So uh, Adam here is, is participating in a magic trick. No, um, so we're going to figure out. Oh, sorry. Next uh, D is the time value of money. The time value of money. So we're going to go through an example of the, what I call the cost of waiting cost of waiting to start saving dollars. Uh, could be you know, actually in the bank, could be in uh, uh, you know, investments, 401k, IRF and stuff, right? But the actual cost of waiting. And so, let's see here, I'm gonna make it really easy for you, right? right please. Yeah. So these are five buttons on the top, right? On the yeah. top. And it says N, this is the uh, essentially number of years that you're going to be saving, interest rate per year, present value, the payment, how much you're putting in every year, and then what that amount is going to come out to be, right? And so here's not necessarily the top quiz, but I'll ask the audience. Uh, let's do an example of somebody who is going to be saving into their 401k. How much do you want this person to be making in, on his salary? Less than 100. 50,000. 50,000. All right. So, Adam, I want you to do just like not anything with these numbers, but just do 50,000 times, let's say, because what I most often see is that they'll get matched a 401k at 3%. So what I want you to do is, so think about this. They're putting in 3%, the employer is gonna also put in 3%, which, quick mental math is? 6%. Yeah, they're good, right? So Adam, I want you to do $50,000 times, uh, times 0 0.06. What does that come out to? $3,000. So they're putting $3,000 a year into their 401k. So I want you to do negative 3,000. So type in, come on. 
Come on. Type in negative 3,000. <laughs> you know how to switch it to negative. Yep. So do that, and then and then hit PMT. Yep. All right. We're gonna say as if they're just starting today. So push zero, and then PV. That's their present value. They're starting at nothing, right? So historically, with the S and P and everything, you're gonna in a, in a long time horizon, you're gonna probably get anywhere between six to seven percent. If you guys wanna, we can be conservative, we can be liberal, we can be fascist. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but but you wanna let's six or seven? Where are we at? Seven. Six. Seven. 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 We're doing seven. All right. So hit seven. Adam, and then hit I over YR. And then, let's say this person's retiring at 65. Uh, let's say they are, what's, how old are they today? 25. Let's say they're 25 today. So that gives them 40 years. So hit 40 and then N. Right? Okay, so you, so you you hit 40 and 7 IRYR, YR, 0 PV, this, you got all that? Oops, no. All right, now just push, just put, don't punch anything in it, just push FV. <laughs> so if, so if somebody starting today just putting 3% into their 401k, uh, making 50,000, right, 50? Making 50,000, how much do they have at age 65? Five hundred ninety-eight thousand nine hundred five dollars and thirty-four cents. Five ninety-eight. Five ninety-eight. All right. Great. So what we're looking at here is the time value of money. So what I want you to do now is say, what if somebody comes up and says, you know, I really don't think I can do that three percent today. Um, I really don't think I can start my four hundred one k today. Uh, and then, you know, they come and, and figure out five years down the road that now they want to start doing it. So now put in 35 and punch in. And then now hit FB. Uh, 414. Uh, I'm great at mental math. Uh, right? And so, speaking into existence, right? And so, five years, $184,000. Adam, was it worth it? <laughs> right? Because essentially, if, if we're saving $3,000 a year, and uh, if we're saving $3,000 a year, and you multiply that by three, no, excuse me, five years, right? You're essentially saying that $15,000 is greater than $184,000. Right, because when we look at the time value of money with inflation, Albert Einstein says that inflation is the eighth wonder of the world, right? <laughs> this, is, this is how, said, he's dead now. Uh, <laughs> this is how investments work. Right? They start very kind of small growth, right? But they grow exponentially. And what happens is whenever people say, I don't think I can do that 3% now, they think 
it's just gonna set them back here. But really what happens is it sets them back here, right? So you lose out not on five years here, but you lose out on the five years here and all of that growth, right? So you're looking at growth from here versus that much growth. And so whenever we're looking at being a good steward of what God has given us, I'm not saying go throw it all in the market, right? but I'm saying we can't miss out on this opportunity, right? Uh, if, if this is us bearing that bad boy, right? Not sharing it, um, not putting it to good use. Now I want to, uh, I want to return now to the parable of the, of the talents, right? Because again, this is not, I don't know if you guys knew this, but when like Jesus is telling these stories, like it's uh, Jesus doesn't just speak on one level, you know. Um, and so this is <clears throat> this is not about money, but about ownership in the kingdom, right? Because what the Lord gives to us is He gives us yes, money gives us actual talents, abilities to do things. He gives us friends. He gives us places to live, right? He gives us his grace, his love, right? Everything that we have, the Lord gave us. And so whenever we're, we're, I'll come back to that, but whenever we're talking about uh, sharing these talents, yes, we're going to be talking about money and using the Lord's gifts efficiently and effectively and wisely, right? But I want us to think, forget about this. I want us to think about everything that the Lord gave me, how much of that am I putting in the ground? How much of that am I claiming as my own? How much of that do I not recognize as a gift from God? How much of that do I not share with my brothers and sisters? How much of his grace and his love do I not welcome others in and thus multiply, right? Um, because when, when we think about the Lord's talents, his gifts, his grace, everything that he bestows on us, um, I, I, I don't know, I don't think anybody knows how the Lord's grace works, right? There's probably like so many, you know, books written on that, but I would challenge you to think of it in terms of this. Um, if we don't share the Lord's grace, if we don't share the Lord's gifts and the things that he's bestowed on us, we're not missing out on this. But in the multiplication, right, of the five to five, the two to two, we're missing out on this opportunity. Right? And 15,000 is not greater than $184,000. Um, and so I, I just challenge you, yes, think about money, right? Uh, this is like the stewardship of money, stewardship of finances, talk or whatever. But think about it in terms of how much grace, how, how much of this am I sticking in the ground versus boom. Like that could, the world would be changed, my man, you know? Uh, I just want to finish with this. Uh, flip on the back. The very first, uh, 
Can somebody just read out that first underlined uh, sentence? I'll do it. Wait, the second one. John? No, it'll be when. Oh. I shouldn't have volunteered. It will be as when a man. <laughs> oh. It will be as when a man who was going on a journey called his servants in and gave him stuff. It'll be as when a man who's, giving a, who's going on a journey. What Jesus is pointing to is him, obviously him going on a journey. I think we can have us probably like made that right, connection. Uh, the John passage here, John 16, is when Jesus, the man, he's the man, you know, but when Jesus <laughs> is going on his journey, when he's about to depart from this world, right, he's, back in Matthew, telling the story of the kingdom of heaven as if is when a man goes on a journey and bestows all of these graces, all these talents, all these gifts to his servants. Right? And then John, Jesus is the one who's going on his journey. Right? Uh, I did not tell you this from the beginning because I was with you, but now I am going to the one who sent me. And not one of you asked me, where are you going? But because I told you this, grief has filled your hearts. And I tell you the truth, it is better for you that I go, for if I do not go, the advocate will not come to you. But if I do go, I will send him to you. Right? Jesus is connecting this parable of talents to real life, to the reality of he's gone, he's leaving, he's going on this journey, and he's bestowing on us his grace. He's bestowing on us not money, but ownership in the kingdom. He's giving us shares in his inheritance as his, uh, his heirs to the kingdom. Then it will come, and when he comes, he will convict the world in regard to sin and righteousness and con- condemnation. Sin? What? I don't even know. But uh, skipping ahead. <laughs> he will glorify me because he will take me. He will take from what is mine and declare it to you. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything the Father has is mine. For this reason I told you, and he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Brothers and sisters, we truly are heirs to the kingdom. We are bestowed the talents, the grace, the joy, the, the peace. Everything that the Father has is Jesus, and Jesus literally gave it to us. So, brothers and sisters, I, I just challenge you, respond with gratitude. Recognize the Lord's gifts, respond with gratitude, not pride, not hiding and claiming them as your own, not burying them in the ground, but respond with gratitude and share them with your brothers and sisters. Let's not be wicked and lazy servants, right? But let's build the kingdom. Thank you.